I want to talk this morning for a few moments uh, out of Matthew chapter 28. This is our Bible verse for the year, church. Matthew chapter 28. Uh, and, it's, and Jesus came to them and said, this is his last words, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Okay, that's the, that's the Bible verse. Now, out of this scripture this year, our theme is brilliant disciple makers. We're really emphasizing as a church that everybody who's called to be a follower of Jesus or a disciple of Jesus is then called to actually be involved in helping other people become disciples of Jesus. And we're unpacking that in all sorts of different ways. I've started a podcast that you can get on Spotify, Podbean podcast called Brilliant Disciple Makers. It's a, like a car trip, 15 to 20 minutes, Dan Frecker and I talking about how disciples are made. It's very practical and organic. I'd encourage you to tune in, have a listen to it, very Bible-based. But the starting point of that is we've defined what a disciple is out of that scripture. There's all sorts of definitions of disciple. A disciple, in essence, is a learner, an apprentice, someone who's, that, that, that's really essentially what it was, someone who's learning or being apprenticed. And so out of this verse, I've come up with a summation. Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples. And then he said, how? Baptize. Baptize means to immerse. Okay, so when someone's baptized, they're immersed. The Greek word, the original Greek word was baptizo. And the idea of this word was you'd take a shirt, you'd dip it fully into dye, and when you pulled it out, it would be transformed because of the immersion. So that's what baptize is to immerse for, tra for transformation. So immersion. So baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm going to talk about that in a moment. So that's being fully immersed. This is our definition. A disciple is someone who's fully immersed in the Father, in the Son, and in the Holy Spirit. Uh, it, the idea in that verse, the original Greek, is that it's a continuous immersion. It's not a one-off. It's not like, yeah, well, I got saved 30 years ago and I got baptized. Woohoo! Awesome. We're doing baptisms next Sunday night. It's going to be so good. Easter Sunday night baptisms. It's a line in the sand moment for people. But the idea isn't that somewhere once in my past I got baptized. The idea is that I'm continuously being immersed into the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm being immersed into the Father, His love, how awesome He is, into His, His family, the church. I'm being immersed into the family, being immersed into Jesus, the Word of God, the truth of God. I'm being immersed into the Holy Spirit, His presence, His love. It's saturating me. So a disciple is someone who's fully immersed. And then fully surrendered. Jesus says, baptizing them. Then He says, teaching them to obey. So here's the idea of being a follower. If you're a disciple, you know what Jesus' ways are and you follow them. You obey. You surrender. Is that always easy? Uh-uh. Does that always exactly what you want to do at that moment? Never. But you've made a decision. I'm a disciple. I'm going to take the narrow path. I'm going to live a life that is honoring to God. Whether people are watching or people aren't watching, I know Jesus is watching. I'm going to honor Jesus. I'm living a fully surrendered life. If it's in the Word, then you can count on me to be fully surrendered and a follower of Jesus. The, the, the result of that is that I eventually become more and more like Jesus, more and more. 
Now, I know when it comes to being fully immersed, we've got uh, two types of persons, two types of personalities. There's the, I'm going out into the ocean, it's freezing cold, I'm just going to dive straight in. How many of those kind of people have we got? I'm just running in, diving in, get it done quickly. I'm immersed. All right. Awesome. Then we've got the, oh, this is going to be cold, you know, just that kind of, who's that kind of person? All right. Who's somewhere in between? Who's just refusing to put your hands up today as a statement that you're an independent person? Okay, thank you so much. See, I got you. You put your hands up. I got you. So whether you're one or the other, and I find people in their faith are very similar like that. Some people are like, I'm saved. Woohoo! I'm jumping in. I'm diving in. I'll work it out. I'm telling everybody I'm a Christian. I'm Bible bashing. It's everywhere. I bought the T-shirt. Look out. Yes, I'm still a bit messed up, but don't worry. I'm all in. I love that. I love that. Then there's other people who are like, okay, I'll just suss that out. Okay, that's in the Bible. Okay, I'll, this whole tithing thing, I'll suss that out. Okay, just little bit, little bit, little bit. We're getting immersed progressively. Now, I don't actually mind what you are. As long as your direction is towards being immersed rather than retracting from being immersed. As long as you're moving towards being immersed in the Word of God, immersed in the truth of Jesus, immersed in the church family, the family of God, immersed in the Holy Spirit. So one of the things, so today I want to talk about being immersed in the Holy Spirit. I want to talk about the presence of God. I don't just want to talk about the presence of God. I want us to experience the presence of God. So just stand up for a moment. We're going back to my United Church roots. Down, up, down, up. Let's do this. I want you just to lift your hands wherever you are today. I want us to engage our hearts today, to worship God, to open up our hearts. Now, the joy of when you're doing this, I know that you can't be on your phone. That's a good start. Someone's already having revival just because you're off your phone. I'm asking you today, Father, in this place. If you pray, just pray quietly in the Spirit. If you don't pray uh, normally, just talk to God right now. Open up your heart to Him. Today could be the day where everything changes for you. We welcome your presence, Holy Ghost. We welcome your presence, Holy Spirit. We welcome your presence, Holy Spirit. Come and fill us, come and fill us, come and fill us. Come and fill us, Holy Spirit. Today, come and fill us with your presence. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God, come, come in this place. Come to every dry and thirsty heart. Come to every dry and thirsty soul. Come to every person. Weighed down, God. Come and touch us with your Spirit in this room today. Come, Holy Spirit. 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 You know, the Bible tells us to be filled with the Spirit. I'm going to go all over the place, guys, with Scriptures. Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Right before it, it says, don't get drunk with wine. 
That's what the world does. The world gets drunk to try and drown out the pain, the problems, the challenges, to try and have a good time. But it just ends up empty, ends up making mistakes. It, just, it ends up that way. But we get filled with the Holy Spirit. I wonder today, I don't know, uh, you know, when I was a uni student, I, I once remember putting 50 cents worth of petrol in my motorbike. I, that's all the money I had. Uh, when, you, when I didn't have a lot and you'd kind of, how far is that going to get me? I did run out of petrol at one uh, numerous occasions because I was living too close to empty. And lots of people go, I don't want to burn out. How do I not burn out in my life? I've got all this pressure and stuff and expectation and busyness and schedules and stuff. And I want to tell you the number one key to not burning out is being filled with the Holy Spirit. That's the number one key. You imagine that, that if you've seen a, an old school wick and a candle and the, the wick goes down into the oil and it, it draws the oil up and as, you, as that candle is burning, the oil comes up through the wick and while that's, while that's happening, the oil is burning and it's drawing up. But as soon as the oil runs out, the candle starts to burn. And I think that's such a great picture of what it is for you and I. If you're feeling like, and, and I think it's a really mature spiritual or just a mature a thing to be able to do to, to look at the dashboard and go, how filled am I with the Holy Spirit? Because if I get empty of the Holy Ghost, then I'm going to start to burn out. I'm going to start to get frayed. I'm going to start to, the, 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 I will personally feel it in my mind and my body and my physicality and my soul and my emotions will start to burn out. But, but if I've got the Spirit of God on the inside of me, then He will bubble up with inside of me. So let, let me ask you the question today. It's a great question. How, how filled are you with the Holy Spirit? If we could put the dashboard up on the screen, we won't. But if we could put the dashboard up on the screen today and it's got a measure of the tank of your spirit, how filled are you? Because if you're full, this is what you'll feel like. Let's just worship God all day. Not just because of decision, but when you're filled, you wake up, I want to read the Word of God. I love the Bible because I'm full of the Holy Ghost who loves the Bible. When I'm full, I want to tell my friends about Jesus because I know He's the Holy Spirit. He loves all my friends. When I'm full, I love my family. When I'm full, I have the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy. I'm patient. I'm, I'm, I'm kind. I'm merciful. Now, if you're not full, if you're three-quarters full, half full, if you're running on empty, no judgment. You're in the right place to get filled with the Holy Spirit. You're in the right place to get topped up. That's why being in the presence of God is such a beautiful thing. When we come in the presence of God, come on, lift your hands. Would you just talk to God right now? Be honest. Just say, Lord, I've, this is how I feel. This is where I'm up to right now. I feel spirit. I feel empty. I, and I need you to fill me today. I feel depleted and I need you to fill me today. Holy Ghost, come. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. We're going to sing that song, I Speak Jesus. As you sing, let the Spirit of God come and flood your body, flood your spirit right now. I just want to speak. Shout oh, Jesus, Jesus from the mountains. 
and Jesus in the streets. Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name. Jesus, come on all together, shout Jesus. Shout Jesus from the mountains and Jesus in the streets. Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name. Jesus, because your name, Lord, because your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadow. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Bible says in Psalm 32, verse 7, You're my hiding place. You will preserve me from trouble. You surround me with songs of deliverance. One of the great things, I, I, I'm addicted to the presence of God. And I love being in the presence of God. The Bible tells you that the, the greatest way to experience the presence of God, you ready for it? Where two or three are gathered in my name. He says, yes, I'll visit you alone. Yes, I live with you alone. But when we gather two or three in the name of Jesus. So not just two or three to play poker, but two or three in the name of Jesus. When we gather to worship Jesus, there I am in the midst of you. The number one key to getting filled with the presence of God is to gather with His people to worship and to honour Jesus. Now here's the thing, we can not even necessarily realise it, but we can kind of, we can lose our sense of love for the presence of God. And it it's, can be so subtle. And I'm going to keep you standing a little bit and then we can sit and, you know, just stay with me. But it can be so subtle. I heard years ago, and I'm sure you've heard about the frog in the pot. The whole idea that, you know, that you put a frog in a pot and I don't know who even discovered this. It's actually really bad. But, but essentially, if you heated that pot up, it would come to a moment the frog wouldn't hop out if it started cold. And it comes to a moment when it realizes that the water's hot that it's, it should be jumping out because the water's getting too hot, but the water, the, the hot water has sapped its strength and it's too late. And so often with all that we, pressures and things that we live in and, and withdraw from God's presence and withdraw from the house of God, and, and we think it's okay, I've got, I've got God on the inside, but there can come a moment where it's like, oh, I need to, oh, I need to get in the presence of God again. And sometimes it can feel a little bit too late because we've been depleted. Well, today, here, here's what I want to happen. In a moment, the Bible talks about songs of deliverance. Songs of deliverance. Saul was tormented by a demon. He said, get, get, a, get a musician to play and I'll get delivered. I'll get the torment off me. The Bible says, instead of the garment of heaviness, put on, a, put on praise. It's a choice. So I'm going to, in a moment, I'm going to open up the altar. Just for anybody here today, I'm going to ask you to come down the front and we're just going to worship together. It's you just saying, God, either one of a few things. One, I'm just spiritually empty. And I need to get filled again. And I'm going to be honest with myself and I'm going to be honest with God. I'm just going to come down the front. The other would be if you're, you're like feeling like I'm really trying to press into God, 
but I feel this heaviness that I just cannot seem to shift. The Bible said this, that that's the songs of deliverance. There's deliverance in the house of God. There's a, there's a shift that can happen out from under a black cloud today, out from under depression, oppression, or heaviness. And as we sing and pray, so if that's you, you're in that, I just, I'm, I need to be filled afresh with God's presence. I've got empty, or I need something to shift. Just come on down the front right now. Let's sing this song again. Come on. Keep worshiping God. Jesus in the streets, Jesus in the darkness, Jesus for my family, Jesus on the mountains, and Jesus in the streets. Oh, Jesus, Jesus in the dark. Come on, lift your hands to God. Lift your hands to God. Right across the church. Come on, let's get filled afresh. Jesus for my family. I speak the holy name. Jesus, let your presence come, God. Come on, let your presence come, God. Let your presence come, God. Come on. Jesus for my family. I speak the Holy Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Come on, hands raised. Those of you up the front, those in your seats, just hands raised. You might like, I'm not a zero, I'm not empty, but I'm a quarter filled. Come on, I want you just engage with God today. Be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. I want us in a moment just to sing in the Spirit, just to just free worship. And as you do, let the Spirit of God, come on, let Him come and wash over you. Come on, let Him wash over you. Come on, there's deliverance on the altar right now. There's deliverance. There's deliverance. There's deliverance on the altar right now. Come on, Ramba, tormenting spirits. I command you right now in the name of Jesus. Loose these people. Let them go in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, right now, come on, worship, worship. Come on, if you're watching at home right now, why don't you stand? If you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, let the worship wash over you. Let the power and presence of God receive from the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. All right, so this is, this is one of the keys to getting filled with the presence of God. Psalm says, open your mouth and I will fill it. That's not like about your dentist visit. That was a little joke, sorry, okay. That's about the presence of God. And so often one of the first things that goes when I'm getting empty, I'm feeling overwhelmed, is the ability to raise my voice because I kind of just feel like, sitting back and but when you open your voice and you choose to worship and that's why this this bible verse says um, be filled with the spirit how speaking to yourselves in psalms so it's talking about singing and hymns 
and spiritual songs. So Psalms is the Word of God, singing and speaking the Word of God. Hymns are the songs that we write, singing and, and speaking the songs that we write. And spiritual songs is your heavenly language. So discover afresh, and we're going to continue to worship. And My goal today is everybody goes out of this place with a greater level of the presence of God, with a greater hunger for the presence of God, with a greater sense of the joy that comes from the presence of God. So again, lift our hands. Come on. Lift your hands like you're a funnel to be filled. The, the presence of God is flooding into you. Now open your mouth and sing and Worship and declare. Oh Jesus, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Oh Jesus, we give you praise, we honor you. We're gonna fly, come on, open your mouth, open your mouth, sing to him, worship. He deserves the glory. He deserves all the glory. He deserves all the glory. Worship the Lord, worship the Lord, worship the Lord. He deserves all the glory. Oh, you're amazing, Lord, you're amazing, Lord, you're amazing, Lord, you're amazing, Lord, you're amazing, Lord. Oh, Father, we cry out to you, Lord. songs of deliverance are being sung right now. Tormenting spirits that have been harassing your thoughts. Critical spirits. Things that have caused you to be critical. You're not even sure. Where's this criticism coming from on the inside of me? What's that? Today there's deliverance in the house of God. Today there's breakthrough in the house of God. Today there's freedom in the house of God. Heaviness lifts off. Presence of God comes. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. Awesome, you can head back towards your seats right now. Come on, give the Lord some praise. Now you're started, you can, we can grab our seats for a few moments. When you get filled with the presence of God, when you get immersed in the Holy Spirit, there's a supernatural joy. A supernatural joy. The Bible talks about out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. There's a supernatural bubbling up of life that's not coming from what I'm doing. It's coming from tapping into the Holy Spirit. Being filled. So you're like, how do I get filled? Well, sometimes you get filled because someone prays for you and the Spirit of God falls on you. And other times you're a self-filler. 
I grew up in a farm where we would have these watering troughs uh, and, and what would happen, there'd be this automatic as the, it would be a float. And as the float went down to a certain level, then underneath was a bore and it would, uh, it would trigger the bore to let water flow up from the spring underground into the trough to keep the water at the right height. That's what you and I are called to do. When the, when the water level gets low, when I find myself not loving God, not loving His people, not, not wanting to follow God, not wanting to be in His presence. When I find myself like that, I need to trigger something on the inside. Let the, let the Spirit of God bubble up. Rivers of living water bubbling up on the inside. That's why your heavenly prayer language is so powerful, to pray in tongues. So often I'll start praying in tongues, not because I feel like it, just because I know at the end of it, I'm going to be filling. Something's going to be bubbling up in me. And here's the awesome thing with the presence of God comes deliverance. With the presence of God comes joy, a supernatural joy. If ever we lived in a time where people need a supernatural joy, it's now. We need a joy that sets us apart. It's the joy of the Lord that's your strength. The joy of the Lord comes from where? The presence of God. It comes from the presence of God. It says in uh, Psalm 16, verse 11, You make known to me the path of life, and you will fill me with joy. Where? In your presence. Where do I get filled with joy? In His presence. The presence of God. You're like, yeah, but God's everywhere, isn't He? Yes, but the manifest presence of God we're talking about. The manifest presence of God where two or three gather in His name and make a point of worshipping Him and honouring Him and praying and choosing to give Him glory. Eternal pleasures at your right hand, the joy of the Lord. Here's what else happens when we get into the presence of God. This is why if I can encourage you to, if you're going to be addicted to something, some of you were once addicted to one thing. If you want a healthy, holy addiction, let it be to the presence of God. Let it be a hunger for God's presence, to worship Him, to, to sustain. Sometimes you've got to go, you've got to read the gauge, your own gauge, not your spouse's gauge. Not, not a good idea to, to kind of go, I think you're a bit empty. You're a bit cranky right now, honey. No, don't, don't recommend. She's like, that's because I got up to the kids four times last night and you just snoozed all night. Sorry, Dan Bowman, that wasn't a word of knowledge. I just... But self-reflection, how am I spiritually? I need to get in the house of God. I need to get to a prayer meeting. I need to get to church. I'm, I'm going to do something very similar tonight. Just make room for us to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Spend time in God's presence. And if you, here's, the, here's the thing. If I don't want to, that's my sign. If I don't want to be in God's presence. I'm not saying if you don't want to come tonight, that's a sign. I'm just saying if I don't want to come and be in God's house, that's a sign. I'm in the danger zone. I need to get filled. When you're in the presence of God, you begin to see things prophetically. You begin to see things in the supernatural. I love Elisha was called by Jehoshaphat to prophesy. And he, and he says, okay, uh, surely as the Lord lives. Okay, I respect Jehoshaphat. Verse 15, let's go to. Now bring me a harpist. Bring me a Jeremy Broad on the, key, on the guitar over there, right there. Bring me, a, bring me a, an anointed musician. And while the harpist was playing, while the electric guitarist was playing, while the keyboardist was playing, the hand of the Lord came upon Elisha. When we worship God, 
when we prioritize His presence, the Spirit of God comes upon us and we begin to see things in the supernatural. Sometimes we want answers and we talk to 15 different people to try and get answers. And the answer's in the presence of God. The answer's in a place of surrender and worship and giving God honor. Who needs, who needs an answer for a big decision in your life right now? Give me a wave. You're, you're tossing up things. The answer's in the presence of God. The answer's, it's in the Word of God, but it starts getting filled. And so often I've needed to know what to do. And here's the thing. Focus secondary on what to do and focus first on getting filled. Because when you're filled, you're in tune with the Spirit of God. There are other principles, of course, in making a big decision. But get filled. Don't make a decision empty. So don't make a decision, particularly a big decision. Never make a big decision when you're emotionally bereft, grieving. Some things have gone down. You're, you're emotionally exhausted. And never make a big decision spiritually empty. Never make it. Just get in the presence of God. Get filled. And so here's what happens. The Bible says when we wait on the Lord, we rise up with wings on e as eagles. And you see, like, oh, if I'd made that decision, I would, because I'm down here, I thought that, that that's the end. But then I, I raised up and God give, gave me this perspective that's way beyond just the valley that I'm in right now, way beyond the difficulty that I'm facing right now. Because I wanted to get in the presence of God. Come on, let's stand to our feet again. Come on, church. Come on, give me a yes if you love the presence of God. Give me a yes if you want to be in the presence of God. Come on, lift your hands again. Father, I'm praying right now a release of a prophetic anointing into this room. God, as people are getting filled, as we're honouring You, Lord, I thank You that dreams are birthed in the presence of God. New ideas are birthed in the presence of God. Wisdom comes in the presence of God. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Open our eyes, Lord. Open our eyes. Open our eyes. Open our eyes. Let us see what you see. Let us see into the supernatural realm. Let us see what you see. See what God sees. See what He sees over your family. See what He sees over your health. See what He sees over your job. See what He sees over your decisions. See what He sees over the difficulties. See what He sees over you. He loves you. He's for you. He's turning all things together for good. Let faith rise in your heart today. Let faith rise. Let faith rise. Open your eyes. Open your eyes.
Things are going to work together for good for you. I just hear God wants to whisper, all things work together for good for those who love God and accord according to His purposes. He wants you to know that today, today. Jackson Calder, I just, I, I just see you coming into a new day in your, in your world, just a new day. That's all, all I need to say. God will unpack it. But a new day is like a sunrise. Just a sunrise. You're like, oh, is it going to be like it was? But it's, no, it's not. It's like not just a new day, but it's a new season. It's like the first day of a new season for you, for your family, you're walking into in Jesus' name. Now, I don't need to prophesy over you. Just open your eyes and your heart to God. But Bryce, I just see God uh, coming, coming to you and just saying, I'm pleased with you. I'm proud of you. Your father, I can see your father's proud of you and He loves you, but I hear your heavenly Father saying, I'm proud of you and I love you. I'm, I'm just proud of the decisions you're making, the way that you're honoring me, the way that you're putting me first. The favor of God is on your life. God's going to open doors for, for you. Uh, in, in term, and there will be, in that area of open doors, there'll be favor. There'll be, I see like, I don't know, grants or something, favor coming for you. Uh, in, the, in the academic world that you're involved in, I see God opening doors for you and you getting the spotlight of God on you in Jesus' name. Now lift your hands to heaven and ask God to speak to you right now. I don't need to prophesy. God can speak to you right now. Because where there's the presence of God, the spirit of prophecy is there. There's a spirit of prophecy in the house today. Be filled with the spirit. Be filled with the spirit. When you wait on the Lord and you're in His presence, there comes strength, a supernatural strength. Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. That's why I love to start my week in the house of God. I need strength for the week ahead. And the Bible says He gives strength to the weary. He gives strength. Strength is flowing today. Strength is flowing today. Come on, strength. It's like I said, just being infused into people as we stand in the presence of God. Strength is coming to you. Strength. Holy Ghost. You're awesome, God. We're a people of your presence. We're people of your presence, God. We love you. 
Come in with a garment of heaviness. You leave with a garment of praise. Come in tormented. Leave light and joyful. Come, come in worried and overwhelmed. You leave with faith. God's for you. He's got this. Spirit of God. Last thing is when we're in the presence of God, there's healing. Healing for broken hearts. Healing for broken bodies. So if you need healing, just reach your hands out to God right now. Come on. Father. Father. I ask in the name of Jesus that healing would break out to the left and to the right. Migraines would go in the name of Jesus. Chronic fatigue would lift off now in the name of Jesus. Spirit of God, you're pouring out, you're pouring out, you're pouring out. Come on. Immune systems that are suppressed right now, strengthen them as we wait in your presence. Let healing flow. Let healing flow. Let healing flow in this place right now. We ask you, God, strengthen, strengthen, strengthen. Where there's pain, let pain go in Jesus' name. Let healing come. We give you honor. We give you glory in the mighty name. And everybody said... Come on, give the Lord some praise right now. We love you guys. God bless you. You can grab your seat. Isaac, you're up. Thank you so much.